Today is the 18th of September 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say welcome. Thank you for coming. And let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. Actually, no explanations needed. It's very simple. You'll pick it up as you go along. And we usually start each episode with a prayer. So let's start today's episode with our opening prayer, shall we? Our God, our refuge, our strength, our help. You're the bedrock upon which our lives are built. The mighty fortress which surrounds and protects. Though the earth should change, the mountains shake, the waters rise, we will not fear. Help us, O Lord, to live fearlessly amidst the storm. But in so doing, guide us as believers of the Prince of Peace, the Servant King, away from a fortress mentality, where outsiders are enemies towards a kingdom where love is the final word. On bended knees we offer up praise to you. You, the Lamb that has been exalted, who was slain for our sin. And may the doors of our hearts open wide, that the music of the kingdom may resound through this valley and into hearts and homes, our communities and our world. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about Isaiah's description of the righteous reign of the coming king. And we continue with Paul in the first letter to the Corinthians. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you. 
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Loving God, Isaiah speaks of a time when your kingdom will reign. Paul speaks of a time when your truth will reign. Lord God, may the spirit of these words remind us that your kingdom is coming and that your truth is buried in our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings today are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. And we go back to Isaiah. We begin with Isaiah 7. In the days of Ahaz, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, king of Judah, King Rezin of Aram and King Pekah, son of Remaliah of Israel, went up to attack Jerusalem, but could not mount an attack against it. When the house of David heard that Aram had allied itself with Ephraim, the heart of Ahaz and the heart of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake before the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out to meet Ahaz, you and your son, Shear Jeshab, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway to the fuller's field, and say to him, Take heed, be quiet, do not fear, and do not let your heart be faint because of these two smoldering stumps of firebrands, because of the fierce anger of Rezim and Aram, and the son of Remaliah, because Aram, with Ephraim and the son of Remaliah, has plotted evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Judah, and cut off Jerusalem, and conquer it for ourselves, and make the son of Tabiel king in it. Therefore, thus says the Lord, It shall not stand, and it shall not come to pass, for the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Rezin. Within sixty-five years, Ephraim will be shattered, no longer a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is the son of Remaliah. If you do not stand firm in faith, you shall not stand at all. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David. Is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, a young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. And he shall eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose two kings you are in dread will be deserted. The Lord will bring on you and on your people and on your ancestral house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria. On that day, the Lord will whistle for the fly that is at the sources of the streams of Egypt and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. And they will all come and settle in the steep ravines and in the clefts of the rocks and on them the thorn bushes and on all the pastures. On that day, the Lord will shave with the razor hired from beyond the river, with the king of Assyria, the hair and the hair of the feet, and will take off the beard as well. On that day, one will keep alive a young cow and two sheep, and will eat curds because of the abundance of milk that they give. For everyone that is left in the land shall eat curds and honey. On that day, every place where there used to be a thousand vines, worth a thousand shekels of silver, will become briars and thorns. With bow and arrows one will go there, 
for all the land will be briars and thorns. And as for all the hills that used to be hoed with a hoe, you will not go there for fear of briars and thorns, but they will become a place where cattle are let loose and where sheep tread. Then the Lord said to me, Take a large tablet and write on it in common characters, belonging to Meha Shalal Hashbaz, and have it attested for me by reliable witnesses, the priest Uriah and Zechariah, son of Jebrakiah. And I went to the prophetess, and she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said to me, Name him Meha Shalal Hashbaz. For before the child knows how to call my mother or my father, the wealth of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be carried away by the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again. Because this people have refused the waters of Shiloh that flow gently, and melt in fear before Rezin and the son of Remaliah, therefore the Lord is bringing up against it the mighty flood waters of the river, the king of Assyria and all his glory. It will rise above all its channels and overflow all its banks. It will sweep on into Judah as a flood, and pouring over it will reach up to the neck, and its outspread wings will fill the breadth of your land, O Emmanuel. Band together, you people, and be dismayed. Listen, all you far countries. Gird yourselves and be dismayed. Gird yourselves and be dismayed. Take counsel together, and it shall be brought to naught. Speak a word, but it will not stand, for God is with us. For the Lord spoke thus to me while his hand was strong upon me, and warned me not to walk in the way of this people, saying, Do not call conspiracy all that this people calls conspiracy, and do not fear what it fears or be in dread. But the Lord of hosts, him you shall regard as holy. Let him be your fear, let him be your dread. He will become a sanctuary, a stone one strikes against, for both houses of Israel he will become a stone one stumbles over, a trap and a snare for the inhabitants of Jerusalem and many among them shall stumble. They shall fail and be broken. They shall be snared and taken. Bind up the testimony. Seal the teaching among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. See, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are signs and portents in Israel from the Lord of hosts, who dwells on Mount Zion. Now if people say to you, Consult the ghosts and the familiar spirits that chirp and mutter. Should not a people consult their gods, their dead on behalf of the living, for teaching and for instruction? Surely those who speak like this will have no dawn. They will pass through the land greatly distressed and hungry. When they are hungry, they will be enraged and will curse their king and their gods. They will turn their faces upwards, or they will look to the earth, but will see only distress and darkness, the gloom of anguish, and they will be thrust into thick darkness. But there will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former times he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult with the dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden, and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors, 
and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time onwards and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Lord sent a word against Jacob, and it fell on Israel, and all the people knew it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria. But in pride and arrogance of heart they said, The bricks have fallen, but we will build with dressed stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we will put cedars in their place. So the Lord raised adversaries against them and stirred up their enemies, the Aramaeans in the east and the Philistines in the west, and they devoured Israel with an open mouth. For all of this, his anger has not turned away, his hand is stretched out still. The people did not turn to him who struck them or seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord cut off from Israel head and tail, palm branch and reed in one day. Elders and dignitaries are the head, and the prophets who teach lies are the tail. For those who led this people led them astray, and those who were led by them were left in confusion. That is why the Lord did not have pity on their young people, or compassion on their orphans or widows. For everyone was godless and an evildoer, and every mouth spoke folly. For all of this his anger has not turned away, his hand is stretched out still. For wickedness burns like a fire consuming briars and thorns. It kindles the thickets of the forest, and they swirled upwards in a column of smoke. Through the wrath of the Lord of hosts the land was burnt, and the people became like fuel for the fire. No one spared another. They gorged on the right, but still were hungry, and they devoured on the left, but were not satisfied. They devoured the flesh of their own kindred. Manasseh devoured Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh, and together they were against Judah. For all of this, his anger was not turned away. His hand is stretched out still. Ah, you who make iniquitous decrees, who write oppressive statutes, to turn aside the needy from justice and to rob the poor of my people of their right, that widows may be your spoil, and that you may make the orphans your prey. What will you do on the day of punishment, in the calamity that will come from afar? To whom will you flee for help, and where will you leave your wealth, so as not to crouch among the prisoners or fall among the slain? For all of this, his anger has not turned away. His hand is stretched out still. Ah, Assyria, the rod of my anger, the club in their hands is my fury. Against a godless nation I send him, and against the people of my wrath I command him, to take spoil and seize plunder and to tread them down like the mire of the streets. But this is not what he intends, nor does he have this in mind. But it is in his heart to destroy, and to cut off nations, not a few. For he says, Are not my commanders all kings? Is not Kelno like Karchemish? Is not Hamath like Arpad? Is not Samaria like Damascus? As my hand has reached the kingdom of the idols, whose images were greater than those of Jerusalem and Samaria. Shall I not do to Jerusalem and her idols what I have done to Samaria and her images? 
when the Lord had finished all his work on Mount Zion and on Jerusalem. He will punish this arrogant boasting of the king of Assyria and his haughty pride, for he says, By the strength of my hand I have done it, and by my wisdom, for I have understanding. I have removed the boundaries of peoples, and have plundered their treasures. Like a bull I have brought down those who sat on thrones. My hand has found, like a nest, the wealth of the peoples. And as one gathered eggs that have been forsaken, so I have gathered all the earth. And there was none that moved a wing, or opened its mouth, or chirped. Shall the axe vault itself over the one who wields it? Or the saw magnify itself against the one who handles it? As if a rod should raise the one who lifts it up? Or as if the staff should lift the one who is not wood? Therefore the Sovereign, the Lord of hosts, will send wasting sicknesses among his stout warriors. And under his glory a burning will be kindled, like the burning of fire. The light of Israel will become a fire, and his Holy One a flame, and it will burn and devour his thorns and briars in one day. The glory of his forest and his fruitful land the Lord will destroy, both soul and body, and it will be as when an invalid wastes away. The remnant of the trees of his forest will be so few that a child could write them down. On that day, the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no more lean on the one who struck them, but will lean on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. A remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob to the mighty God. For though your people Israel will be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. Destruction is decreed, overflowing with righteousness. For the Lord God of hosts will make a full end as decreed in all the earth. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians when they beat you with a rod and lift up their staff against you as the Egyptians did. For in a little while my indignation will come to an end, and my anger will be directed to their destruction. The Lord of hosts will wield a whip against them, as when he struck Midian at the rock of Oreb. His staff will be over the sea, and he will lift it as he did in Egypt. On that day, his burden will be removed from your shoulder, and your yoke will be destroyed from your neck. He has gone up from Rimmim. He has gone up from Aeth. He has passed through Megron. At Michmash he stores his baggage. They have crossed over the path at Geba, they lodge for the night. Ramat trembles. Gibeah of Saul has fled. Cry aloud, O daughter Galim. Listen, O Lashish. Answer her, O Anathoth. Madmana is in flight. The inhabitants of Gebam flee for safety. This very day he will halt at Nob. He will shake his fist at the mount of daughter Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Look, the sovereign, the Lord of hosts, will lop the boughs with terrifying power. The tallest trees will be cut down, and the lofty will be brought low. He will hack down the thickets of the forest with an axe, and Lebanon with its mighty trees will fall. 1 Corinthians 9 Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we not have the right to our food and drink? Do we not have the right to be accompanied by a believing wife, as do the other apostles, and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas.
Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working for a living? Who at any time pays the expenses for doing military service? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit? Or who tends a flock and does not get any of its milk? Do I say this on human authority? Does not the law also say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Or does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was indeed written for our sake, for whoever plows should plow in hope, and whoever threshes should thresh in hope of a share in the crop. If we have sown spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap your material benefits? If others share this rightful claim on you, do not we still more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple? And those who serve at the altar share in what is sacrificed on the altar? In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. But I have made no use of any of these rights, nor am I writing this so that they may be applied in my case. Indeed, I would rather die than that. No one will deprive me of my ground for boasting. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid upon me, and woe betide me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation I may make the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, though I am not free from God's law but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that I might by any means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings. Do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable garment, but we have an imperishable one. So I do not run aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air, but I punish my body and enslave it. So after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to get into our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Before we pray again, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for the contact details because there are links in the show notes. And if you click on one of those, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. But let's pray, shall we? Father God, we thank you that you've given us your glorious future as the basis for our lives. We thank you that on this foundation we can forget our present troubles and believe that the power of good can move us today to oppose sin, death and everything evil. Free our hearts from all burdens and grant that we may have courage to wait patiently for the great help which is to come. Grant that what is happening in the world today may somehow help towards the solution of all problems. We praise your name, Father. We praise you for the good you do in each one of us, each day, and for the light that you will shed one day for everything on earth, to the glory of your name. Amen. And we're going to continue praying for medical staff. Our Lord Jesus, our God, lover of mankind, physician of our souls and bodies, who bore the pain of our sicknesses, and by whose wounds we are healed, who gave sight to the man born blind, who strengthened the woman who was bent over for eighteen years, who gave speech and sight to the mute demoniac, who not only forgave the paralytic his sins, but healed him to walk, who restored the withered hand of a troubled man, who stopped the flow of blood of her who bled for twelve years, who raised Jairus' daughter to life, and who brought a four-day dead Lazarus to life, and who heals every infirmity under the sun. Lord, grant your grace to all who have laboured and studied hour upon hour, to go into all the world, and also to heal by the talent that you have given to each one of them. By your strength, strengthen them to fear no evil or disease. Enlighten them to do no evil by the work of their hands and preserve them and those they serve in peace. For you are our God, and we know no other. And so to you we ascribe glory, together with your Father who is from everlasting, and you most holy, good, and life-creating Spirit, now and forever, and to ages and ages. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.